Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Hymns. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about a sweet offer they have for you later on in the show. But uh, my name is Daniel. I got my buds Bruce, Adam, and Jacob with Blah. me today. Jacob's never on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for good reason. No, no, you're great, Jacob. Everybody loves baby Jacob. I love Jacob, too. Um, for the record, he is wearing a Destiny 2 shirt with uh, a gamer tag on, the, on right a right sleeve. Oh, sleeve. no. I was totally thinking in my head I was going to sit as far left as I could, but I forgot so nobody would see it. Oh, I think oh, you're worried about people adding you on there. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you're so popular. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have shirts that aren't Destiny or Funhouse? Yeah, definitely. I've never totally. seen them. Never I don't know. Nope. I don't never know. Seen them. It might surprise enough. you guys tomorrow. We'll see. With the Destiny shirt? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's got my old gamer tag on it. It's my alt account. So welcome to the show about Jacob's t-shirts. <laughs> um, but no, we're actually here to talk about Netflix Castlevania, which had its second season come out a week or so ago. Yeah. So uh, some people are calling this uh, show the greatest video game adaptation of all time. Wow. Ooh. Who's um, calling it that? People who people. didn't see Mortal Kombat and that <laughs> <laughs> Annihilation. There's not really tough uh, uh, competition in, in that regard, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's oh, everybody forgets about Doom. <laughs> Gotta forget about Doom. <laughs> yeah, it still feels like the, uh, the one walnut that has yet to be cracked. Yeah. The, uh, the good... <laughs> Video game adaptation from yep. anything other than a video game. Yeah, and um, it's still it's still like from a streaming service. It's not like a. It's not huge, a movie. It's yeah, not, it's, it's not, not like a blockbuster movie. movie yeah. Two hundred million dollar movie. I yeah. mean, the last Tomb Raider movie wasn't terrible, yeah, but it wasn't good. It was, yeah. it was okay. It was, yeah, shades of okay. But once again, Tomb Raider is just ripping off a movie franchise anyway. So who cares? <laughs> um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it, so I actually might agree with those people. Um, it a lull kind of in the middle after mm-hmm. the after the very beginning, um, and it's a bit of a slow burn. But when it hits that climax, boy oh boy, I think it was worth it. Yeah, uh, I, watched, I watched the whole thing in one night. You burned through it in one night. So I watched mm-hmm. the first four episodes of season one, kind of over the span of a couple of nights. But then this other one, I burned through it in in, in one night. And it took four hours, three and a half hours, L- about? A little less than four, I think. It's like a little mini movie, I guess you can say. It goes fast, except for like the lull that, just, that Dan just talked about, which I'm obviously, I already knew, but every pretty much every anime you're going to watch is going to have a lull. Yeah. And it's because they're trying to save money on the cool action they're going to yeah. show you later. Where there's evidently a lot of money spent in all the animation that's happening in those right. final scenes. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, I, it's, it begs the question, though, because the first season was three episodes, I four, believe. Four four episodes yeah. and it's sort of a proof of concept yeah and it worked and i think most people watch this but the first episode is fantastic oh, i think that yeah. is a yeah. that's one of the greatest like animated pilots i've seen that's awesome uh especially for an adaptation where they made dracula a very um well what the oh that's bad i thought they made i thought they made dracula an empathetic character yeah uh which has stayed true throughout the episode uh, or, sorry, throughout, throughout the, the series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's the best um, kind of villain. Yeah. I, think, I think that was a little surprising, honestly, that they Dracula was really the main character, mm. I guess, even though he spent a lot of his time kind of sad and brooding. It is sort of a hard uh, twist, not a twist, but a, a sort of turn they make because we as people who have played or at least know about Castlevania always know Dracula as the villain. The bad guy. And mm-hmm. Belmonts are good guys, whether you're Trevor, Simon, or Alucard in Symphony of the Night or whatever. Um, I don't think you even have to be that big of a Castlevania fan to know just the basic story. Yeah, yeah you, not at all. Yeah, because well, the, the story is so basic. Yeah, yeah. at some point you've heard the, the term Metroidvania. You know, it's it's sort of like it's become its own. It, Castlevania is bigger than itself in some weird ways. But to go to hit you right away and say 
Dracula is sort of the main character, and you're going to feel things for him. And then halfway through those four episodes, I go, and here's Trevor Belmont. Is Trevor, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Trevor, Trevor Belmont. Trevor, yeah. yeah. And uh, now we're following him, and now we're going to show you Alucard. And now they're like, let's kill Dracula. And you go, wait, what? But I like Dracula. <laughs> Even though he's trying to kill everyone, I'm sort of rooting for him. Yeah, well, he's tragic. It, it's sad what yeah. happened to him. And yeah, he's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. lashing out. He's like broken mm-hmm. from his, his woman I, I side with Dracula. I think he has every... Though I was frustrated in that first season in in a good way, yeah. Um, where the townspeople are killing his his wife, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it, living girlfriend. It was his wife. <laughs> I think it's his wife. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got married. I think. Uh, yeah, I was like, like the 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 cast that they got to play all the characters and the guy who they got to play that uh, that main priest. Was yeah, a, he was great. The guy who talks like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's exactly what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Turn up the volume it's, every it's, time he talks. It's so perfectly anime, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a well cast show and it's well written and it's well produced in a way that I'm like physically angry at the characters for what they're doing. <laughs> like, and, and you're just so frustrated for this character where they're calling her a witch and she's most certainly not a witch. No, she's just a doctor. She yeah. was she was literally just a doctor. Yeah. Uh, I, however, Adam, I feel exactly the opposite. I, I would, did never side with Dracula. What? And I appreciated that the, the show at least tried to get me to side with Dracula. I yeah. got it. I understood. But then also Dracula was like, I'm going to kill literally everybody. And I was like, yeah. and it, I was like, if this show, because I was halfway through the show, I was like, if this motherfucking show doesn't kill off motherfucking <laughs> Dracula because Dracula feels bad about his wife getting killed, I'm gonna fucking blow my bl- my brains out. It turns out, no, that's not what happens. Thankfully, yes, the good guys do win in the end. Uh, spoiler alert! But at the same, so like, I do, I appreciate that the show is trying to get me to side with Dracula, but guys, guys. Dracula's fucking crazy. He's crazy. He wants to kill everybody in the world. Everybody. But he w- That's not a good thing. Yeah, but had, had <laughs> he not murdered the love of his life? Yeah, so, that doesn't matter. That's one person for he, a million. He was she, trying to bring humans into the, 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 the age the of enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. But also, so she, she changed him, right? He hated yeah. humans. She, he yes. hated people. And she came along and kind of changed his yeah. idea like, That is no excuse for Dracula are. to kill millions yeah, of people. You heard it here. What? Dracula did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think so. Like, he was giving them science, right? He was giving, he was them, like, giving them science. magic powder. It's like penicillin he was trying to yeah, advance no. humanity it was and great. they, I, I guess they I, rejected him I have a question for you guys because I don't actually remember the first season all too well why how, how long was he with that woman who is his wife it doesn't really I don't know if it was super clear I, I think it was like for you know what 10 years okay long so why is Alucard 30 years old or he grew very fast he grows is that, fast, is that yeah. all is he just grew I think they mentioned yeah. that in so one, how, like, how old is Alucard I don't know. Old. Is he like a five-year-old or a six-year-old? Because <laughs> no. they show him as a kid at some point in like a little mini flashback. Uh, Dan, yeah. are we spoiling who Alucard is? I don't think so. I mean, okay, all right, yeah. real quick, I, I say watch the shit out of this. Um, it's great. I really yeah, enjoyed no, it. You can do great. it from home. The payoff is worth it. The, the payoff um, is awesome. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else? Like, if, real quick, just say if you would see it or not, and then we could just jump yeah, in. Watch oh, yeah, watch yeah. it. I think you should totally watch it. Yeah. I think it's totally worth your time. Each episode's, what, 25 minutes? Yeah, yeah considering yeah. most people have a Netflix account in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and people might have already watched the first season and know that Dracula, or Alucard is Dracula's son anyways. Yeah. Oh, that's and true. Yeah. I guess also Alucard has been different. There, I, I was reading more about it. There are different, I guess, Castlevania timelines mm-hmm. where oh, yeah, Alucard is someone else or a different character. In this one... Alucard is Dracula's son. Dracula's son, yeah. Um, I'm going to blow your guys' fucking yeah. brains. You know this? <laughs> Alucard is Dracula backwards. I was a little told you. <laughs> what? That's from, that's from Helsing. I know. Uh, the, the anime Helsing. They, yeah, I, I don't think you're spoiling anything by saying he's yeah. his son. That's that's almost common knowledge Alucard of the character is Dracula's outside yeah. of Castlevania. Yeah, yeah or Helsing. I and it, it looks like Symphony of the Night Dracula. 
or not at Dracula, uh, Alucard. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't know anything. So here's the thing: I played obviously the original Castlevania game, but I don't know anything about the lore of no, Castlevania. Me, me either, really. I, really. I played a little bit of several. Yeah, of them. There, there's a few YouTube videos you can watch of just like different alternate timelines. And I, I sent an article to I meant to send to you, Jacob. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were Oopsie. on the podcast today. <laughs> That's but okay. I sent it to I you. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a really good uh, Kotaku interview that they did with the executive producer. I'm gonna butcher his name. Adi Shankar. Oh, I was reading that anyways. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay, don't yeah. But sort <laughs> of how research. he approached the series as like their cinematic universe. The best comparison he can make, which is pretty correct, is Marvel. He's like, there's the Marvel universe, the, the comics universe, there's the Ultimate universe, and there's Marvel cinematic universe. This is our Castlevania, you know, Netflix universe or whatever. They're just so. grabbing whatever they want, <laughs> yes, lore-wise, yeah. from all over the franchise. There's been a lot of different Castlevania games. Uh, like 20-something Yeah, the, like, shit, really? Most recently <laughs> being, I want to say, The Lords of Shadow. Two. Uh, yeah, the, the two <laughs> games uh, that came out where... Man. That, that was actually... That first game's got a pretty fun little ending, if you don't know what it is. Uh, mm. I'll, I can spoil it later, but... Do it. Uh, I'll do it afterwards because okay. I think we'll once we'll move past the spoilers, right? Okay. Is that how it works? Sure. Fuck it, I'll do yeah, it now. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah. we're, I think we're already for there. a game that came out ten years ago. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so in that game, you play as I forget which Belmont, but you play as a Belmont. It's like one of the first ones. Uh, Dracula's not even in the game. Like hmm. uh, that, the first half. You, the main the main bad guy is basically Satan. Oh, <laughs> cool. Like, it, it's That's all. Cool. It's it's kind of it's a pretty simple storyline. Eh, a little. I don't know. It, it's it's a fun little storyline. But by the end, you're sort of betrayed, and you basically kind of kill Satan, or you, you send Satan back to hell, um, and your character basically drinks the blood of their vampire, and then you become Dracula at the end. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh. it's a Belmont who becomes Dracula. That's awesome. Like, that's that's cool. a fun that's little twist. Really, really I don't know how red. the second game was because I never played it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was reading that... Um, this show, it's a lot of stuff from Castlevania three, yeah. and then like there's a lot of stuff with um what the character uh, Hector and Isaac, which is from those are the two Curse human, of, human uh, yeah. generals of Dragon. Yes, right? yes, Curse of Darkness. Also, Isaac, his, how he looks in the games is totally nuts. He's like this demon BDSM guy. Ooh. Yeah, and he's not. Uh, every time that actor's name popped up, the voice of Isaac, um, I would try to read it, but it would go way too fast. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's the voice actor for um, Isaac. Go way too yeah. fast. This dude about? is very yeah. There he is. No, that's there's Hector. That's I Isaac. I, what was? What were you Whoa. watching? Yeah, uh, look up the voice actor for <laughs> Isaac. Jacob's ignoring <laughs> You'll me. You'll see. <laughs> this is, this is know, what I mean. You don't know how to use IMDb. Yeah, just like, go to IMDb, man. Yeah. I was trying to show a picture. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's like a weird name. It's a long name. Why are you hot? This dude. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned about Jacob because yeah. I don't know that he is he closing the window as soon as he opens it. Or? I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyways, so I thought it was cool because I didn't know anything about Castlevania and it mm. didn't matter. I, I no. watched season one and two and it was great. Like I didn't need any explaining or no. whatever. La- last thing I played was I want to say Symphony of the Night and I never even finished yeah. it. I played it like on a. No, PSP, PS1 emulator, or something like that. And I was like, I thought Alucard was a cool character. I yeah. thought I was like, oh, cool, you're actually playing as Son of Dracula. That's fun. Yeah, it was like all the things that anybody who may have touched Castlevania once would be like, oh, I, that's a thing I know. Yeah. Alucard, I knew what, that's I knew what the Belmonts were. I yeah. knew they were the good guys. No, so. so, what I remember in, is not in this from Dracula, uh, Castlevania 3 was turning into a pirate when I was like six years old and you turned into that dude and walked up walls. His name, his name was Grant. I don't know. I don't know this is the one, one guy they left out of 
Oh, that's what right. it was in the article yeah. that Adam sent us. They were asking about Grant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the little care. guy you could walk up walls and stuff. He looked like a pirate. No, no I, idea. No, when I, was, when I was six, I, it blew my mind. I'm, I'm one of those people who just passively know some things about yeah, Castlevania. Yeah. And I'm actually, it's weird. I'm more interested in it now that I've watched both seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, me too. I kind of want to do like a little bit of a lore deep dive just because yeah. they are making a third season, correct? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten episodes. Yeah. Already ordered. Already ordered, huh? Yeah. That's good. It's happening. That's really good. I will say, I think this season could have probably been five episodes. It absolutely could. And would have been fine. 100%. There there are three episodes where they are in a library, Mm -hmm. literally doing nothing. They they don't even really discover anything new other than maybe a new weapon. It's just building. I mean, they're cute little small character moments. It's like those three bonding. Yeah. But but it didn't need to be three episodes. I I think they needed another little adventure because they essentially got to Belmont's vault like in episode three, I think it was. Yeah. They needed to do a little something else before getting there, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the next couple episodes, it would do all this like vampire intrigue, Game of Thrones stuff, and then it would cut back to the gang, and they're just like sitting there. <laughs> not in a hurry at all. Like, they're just like, what were they doing last episode? <laughs> are they, are, what are the, they trying the to pacing figure out? did feel a little off. Well, yeah. the, the, the Game of Thrones vampire intrigue, I, I got after the first episode. The, second, the, two, yeah. the next two episodes, where they keep saying the same thing over and over to each other, I'm like, all right, I understand. There's infighting in Dracula's court. Whatever. Mm. I don't care. Well, they set up pretty early on with Camilla. Camilla? Well, Carmilla. Carmilla, yeah. It is Camilla in, in most vampire mythology, oh. but they call mm. her Carmilla. But when she, when she shows up and Dracula's like, I summoned you long ago. Where were you? And then she's like, I was busy. I'm like, oh, she's going to betray him. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, 100%. And even, even Dracula's like, whatever. Like, well, Dracula doesn't care. He's, he's gone he's, mad. He's, he's well, yeah, emo. he's given up. Yeah. yeah, he did go. He is super emo in this. Yeah. He just sad boy. Which makes boy. total sense. It makes total sense. Dracula it, should be the like the original emo. But was, yeah. I thought that was cool that you know he has this war against humanity, and then it kind of slowly reveals that that's almost his method of suicide. Yeah, like yep. he knows it's going to end up with him dying, and he wants that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a pretty wants to neat take way. As many, yeah, as many people with him as possible. Yeah, like his vampire folks are constantly bothering him but like what there, there's got to be some practical way to do this we're just kind of willy-nilly just killing humans but we got to figure out like a organized way to do this he's just like now nah, whatever yeah. well, i want to go to my room i guess that was another issue i had with it they kept talking about how badly the war was going but never ever <laughs> once showed you they that never war. showed it you're right you're or, absolutely or right. how it was going badly you're just assuming it is because they say that they were trying to save money on animation yeah, there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you that, go that's actually why I really liked season one of Castlevania because it was only four episodes and I was like wow a whole season in four episodes they can't possibly and I watched it and I was like they did it great <laughs> and then when I got eight episodes I was like oh sweet eight episodes they didn't need eight episodes no they probably needed like six said, five yeah. yeah five would have done it so also my understanding is this was originally a single movie they were trying to make oh. an anime Castlevania film and then it kind of went into development hell for yeah. a few years until Netflix started buying you know absolutely everything in the world mm-hmm. um, and I guess that makes I mean, you know if you take the first and second seasons of this show cut out the fluff you've got a pretty fucking cool movie yep. right I yeah. feels like it I like the the whole first season is just like the first act of this whole thing yeah. it's like here are the characters it's over yeah, it was. I, I thought. I still thought the payoff was totally worth. It. Oh yes. So oh, yeah. once you get to the actual combat, I I was like like a kid in a candy store watching all the really cool shit that each character can do. Sypha, mm. Trevor, yeah. and Alucard. Um, and I was like, man, am, am I just maybe I'm just a nerd? Like I was like, <laughs> is this is this really not cool? I wanted to talk to you guys about it because oh. I was curious. Oh. It seemed like everybody else thought it was cool too. Yeah. I th- let, let's look. Can we hang on that for just a second? Because oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I need to talk to you guys about an issue that's out there, uh, generally affecting guys our age, actually. Yeah. 
Um, did you know that 66% of men age 35 experience hair loss? I do now. Thank yeah. you, Dan. <laughs> now you know. I've yet I've to got, find I've out. Got, I've got a little bit of a receding hairline myself. You don't. It's coming up. No, no. Got it. No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's backing up, um, moving backwards, and uh, I don't know. It's uh, complex emotionally, I think. <laughs> hair loss is a real problem for men my age. I see my own hairline slowly moving backwards, and it scares me a bit. Do you want your hairline to recede, or do you want to do something about it first? This problem has a solution. 4hims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you to real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you save your hair. This isn't snake oil. These aren't rhino horns or shark fins. They are prescription solutions backed by science. The process is super simple. You answer a few questions, which a real doctor will then review, and then finalize your prescription. The products are then shipped right to your door. Filmhouse listeners can get a trial month of HIMSS for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See their website for full details on that offer. This would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. So uh, go to 4hims.com slash filmhouse. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash filmhouse. 4hims.com slash filmhouse. And uh, you can get a free trial month for five bucks. So check them out, and thank you again, Hems, for sponsoring this podcast. So we can talk about anime yeah. <laughs> and why we have strong feelings about it. Vampire animes. But yeah, yeah. so I, I guess maybe a lot of us agree that, you know, some of the show's slow, but holy fuck, when they fight Dracula, and even the episode before that, yeah, when Belmont's before defending the vault, it's yes, right. it is ridiculously cool. Yeah, it is really, really cool. I, some of the, I thought some of the, the really unique stuff that I didn't expect were the creatures, uh, each creature's design that he fights. Yeah, they were um, all different. They were all minions. different. All, all a little bit like kind of weird things that you've seen, but also not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really, really cool. Yeah, those dudes they fight in the snow. The guy that picks up his little bird friend and just carries and him around. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah. A, I think that's a boss. Is that from Symphony of the Night? I think that's from Symphony Symphony of the Night. Oh, I don't oh. Where there's a there's a flying dude who picks up yeah. the bird guy and just Super drops compelling. him on top of you. Very, very compelling. Anytime they animate that whip, it's like oh, the coolest. The Morning thing. Star. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was oh, so yeah, that, was that too. It, that too. It took me a little a little bit to get used to, but. At first, I thought the fighting was really slow, mm-hmm. and it, there's are still some parts that bother me where, like, a vampire would just be standing there waiting to get killed, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my, I was hoping they'd move a little faster than that, but I actually really appreciated the animation style where it almost felt, like, mo-capped or something like that, or, yeah, yeah. or um, what do you call it, rotoscoped, Rotoscope. where, but, but not as crappy, hmm. you know, like, yeah. it... When they're in the uh, the the part we're talking about, when they're in the Belmont um, library, library yeah. and uh, Trevor's got he, he takes that one dude's stick and it's broken in two pieces, oh, yeah. and he's slowly turning. It, it just it looks like a lot of care was put into that. Where yeah. they they could have just got away with it, just doing it super fast, super close up, and a bunch of flashes. But they actually put time into like Did show. They? How cool he looks! Yeah, they really uh, did. Doing this up, and then all the whip chain parts were freaking awesome. Yeah, everything it had was, like weight to it. Yeah. Like yeah. it yeah. had like realistic weight to it. The way everything moved. Mm-hmm. When the, when the morning star started exploding people's heads, that was right. Yeah. yeah, it was such a video game moment yeah, too. When he kicks open thing. the chest and he's like, "Oh, it's my family's ancient yeah. weapon." <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, it seems cheesy, but it is. You know, it comes from a 
Nintendo game. So I thought it was, yeah. it was still really cool. That yeah. was the one thing I thought they kind of fudged a little bit was was the Morning Star. They would always show like chain everywhere. Oh yeah. But and and sometimes it was super long. And other times it was short. But that's <laughs> that's okay. Trevor Belmont comes from a long line of monster fighting experts, mm-hmm. so I was okay with that. Like I understood that and it made sense to me. But yeah, so when they're like charging in the castle, uh, you you were talking about they all have kind of their own individual moves. They yeah. do. And. Yeah. The stuff he did with a whip was so fun. That's like rad. just different, very creative fights. They're not just like clanging swords against each yeah, other. They're doing moves. Like Sypha makes a bunch of those little ice needles. Oh, it's like yeah. in any in anything else, she would just like shoot those at people. Yeah. But she was using them to like block sword swings. And when she made that like sheet of ice, yeah. she like brought up a spike half. Didn't half. and yeah. then like rad. made it go forward. And this like paper thin sheet of ice was the coolest thing ever. I, and I think never that's one of the biggest it. compliments I can just give the show is that aesthetically it's very pleasing to the eye yeah uh the way dracula's castle is done the way just the intro is created the character design i like the way everything looks yeah Yeah. despite being like a very dark show everything's like super vibrant Uh anytime there's warm colors like whenever they're in the like the belmont library it just like looks gorgeous Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah really nice i I thought another cool mechanic was the uh, castle moving Oh my yeah. god! Um, that was uh, that was something that I didn't expect because I didn't know. I guess it's from. The, is it from the video game? I don't know. I, don't, I, don't yeah. think I, so. no I think that's a new I, thing. It was really fucking. So cool. when Cipher was pulling the castle well, to them, well, even yeah. before that, when when he was like, "Yeah, we'll just move the castle there," and then he teleports it, I was like, yeah. "Holy shit! I didn't know he could do that. No. That's rad!" And it was just really cool the way it was all done and yeah. the way Dracula moved it. It was, just, it was really neat. I, was I love it during <laughs> that struggle. Yeah, she's trying to pull yeah. it nearby, and it's like just flashing in and out. Yeah, just nuking the town every time it moves. And then Carmilla had like the response that I did she was like what the fuck just happened yeah. I don't know it was very direct and, and pretty funny and I, I think the series at least this season borrowed I think you made a really good comparison there earlier is the Game of Thrones analogy because it did feel like a Game of Thrones season where the second to last episode is the most yep. action oriented it yeah. was the boss fight right yeah they show Dracula how powerful he is and then they did this last episode that's like an epilogue and is setting mm-hmm. it up because my thought was, I guess, are we doing spoilers now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they kill Dracula and he's gone, I assume the show's over. We're done here. Mm-hmm. But they did enough things where they set up, what, three villains? There's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. There's there's enough going on that it could continue and still be interesting. Because so. well, you got Carmilla, and she had the one human. Mm-hmm. And then Hector. The, Hector, yeah. And then Hector. Isaac. And then Isaac is also creating, Isaac is creating un, undead <laughs> army. So did I get this wrong? Every Everything, every creature that you saw... Like come and attack the Avengers, the Dracula Avengers. <laughs> um, uh, basically, they were created by Isaac, mm-hmm. and he would take a dead man and then turn them into a creature. That's right? the way and I understood. That's because that's at the end of it. I was like, that was sort of a reveal. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that that yeah. was happening. They're Those like the demon forge masters. He's a forge, yeah. yeah. Well, and the rest of them were just vampires. That's right. Right. I'm yeah. Bring can we talk about Godbeard God real quick. Yeah. Oh, Godbrand. Uh, Godbrand. Excuse yeah. me. Peter Stormare is great. Oh my so goodness. He, he nailed it. The accent threw me when he first started talking, but boy, oh boy, like two minutes later. I just loved him. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. I was actually really sad he died early. Yeah. Me too. I was really sad about that. Uh, he was great. I, I'm always, it, it's almost the voice acting overall on the show, I feel like it's almost like a guilty pleasure. Because yeah. I'm like, should I be hating this? Because yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> it's it's goofy at times, but I know a lot of the actors are uh, like from uh, The Hobbit. Richard and, Armitage, yeah. Yeah, and I'm a, mm-hmm. actually a big uh, James Callis fan. He played uh, Baltar in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, He's whoa. the voice of Alucard. That's right. Doesn't sound anything like Baltar from the show. No, so. he doesn't. You're right. I was trying to tell Jess that where I'm like, yeah, did you know uh, Gaius is on the show? She's like, where is he? I'm like, 
He's that guy. Doesn't sound like him. Gotcha. Doesn't sound like him at all. It's because everybody is whispering when yeah. they talk like this. <laughs> well, Alucard is. Yeah. He's Alucard. brooding. Everyone, yeah. And then um, I guess also the other compliment was I thought the ending was emotionally satisfying. Oh, my goodness. It was. It, seriously. It, I, yeah. I, I was just thinking of it as the um, the Martha moment in BVS and, and Batman vs. <laughs> Superman. How that didn't work. How that didn't work. This totally worked. When yeah. they, like, I don't know if it was Alucard's plan to lure Dracula into his room. It didn't seem like it. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of throw I don't, That emotional moment totally hits. And, like, yeah. he goes from raging monster to, like, sad dad. It's because, like, they planted all those <laughs> seeds, like, throughout the series that humanize, like, ironically, humanize Dracula yeah. and stuff. So this moment where he, like, it becomes his weakness that he has, like, these human attachments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did that really well. Even the very end, like, that last shot where yeah. Alucard just, like, He's crying. just burst into tears yeah, that was cool. and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was, it was, really was great cool. animation and great voice acting that brought those characters alive in a way that I was not expecting that. Uh, and I, I was, like, emotionally invested when you literally see the bloodlust come out of Dracula's eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They and turn he, from red to normal. Yeah, and he, he breaks down and realizes that he's fighting and trying to kill his son, the mm-hmm. one attachment to the one thing that he ever loved. Yeah. Yeah. The, the greatest gift that his wife ever gave him. Yeah. I, st- I still wasn't fully bought in as much as you guys were, it sounds like. Hmm. Um, there was the, it, it, it hit me, but it didn't hit me enough. It was kind of like, the, I thought the voice acting was like, he, he was like fighting, 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 super angry, and all of a sudden he was like, I'm in my son's room. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, all right, fine. And you're right, it, it definitely hit better than Martha. Yeah. <laughs> that that was a similar moment, right? A, a very, very similar moment. And, but it, it hit better because you had more background on Dracula. I, I thought it was a better ending than them being like, we have better weapons than him. Absolutely, you're right. You know, yes, we, you're correct. Like it actually felt like it had weight. No, it was it, a good way to end yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was, it was better than just... You hit the boss more times than he hit you, <laughs> yeah, so right. you win. <laughs> well, yeah, it, yeah. And they made it seem challenging. Like, they were oh, not was, they were not beating Dracula for a long yeah. time. He it was, was whipping their ass. And he was also weakened. portrayal yeah. of, like, the final boss thing is, yeah. like, they start attacking him. It does nothing. And they come up with weird little ways to chip away at him. Yeah. Like, just, like, oh, stopping him, just shooting fire at his face for a few seconds. He doesn't seem to like that very much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, a, it was uh, I guess, like, that's a good example of sort of, adapting a video game boss battle. Mm-hmm. Goro versus uh, Johnny Cage <laughs> when he... Uh, Doesn't he just throw him off a cliff? <laughs> well, he does the splits and he punches him in the nuts. That's right. <laughs> um, not a good adaptation of a boss fight in a video game. Or how does he defeat Shang Tsung? I don't know. I think he does a fireball. I don't remember how... Don't remember no, yeah, he, does, he does do a fireball. Or that's the Street Fighter movie where he also does a fireball. I, yeah, no, this, you're right. This, this Dracula fight was like... I think one of the coolest parts in that fight was when he creates that giant ball of fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. He sends it down the hallway, mm-hmm. and, and then basically, like, they all have to stop it with their own. Sypha has to stop with her powers, and uh, Alucard has to stop with his sword. Yeah, he pushes his back up to her yeah. to keep her from. That, that was really cool. <laughs> they and were teaming all, up. Also, when they finally launch it back at Dracula, oh. it bores a hole in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that thing was really hot and also really, really powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they do a really good job of showing you how each power is so strong yeah. and how they counter it. And if you're yeah. able to watch this with, like, a good sound system or something, every time. Like when Alucard and Dracula are fighting each other, oh, the punches, like, yeah. Whenever yeah. Al, whenever Dracula punches back, it's yeah. like way bassier and way mm-hmm. louder. Yeah. It was so cool. That was maybe one of my only issues from the sound design part. A lot of times, I felt like the music wasn't matching the action. Yeah, that was a few times where like I feel like the music should be hitting a little harder. I would agree. Hmm. Um, I would agree. But that I mean, it's it's a minor complaint. No, it and is. It is. But I I totally yeah, agree with you. Yeah, the music is, wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. The, the one music moment I really remember loving was they're like rising out of the vault, super slow into the yeah. red moon, 
and oh, yeah. like they know they're like marching off to their possible death. Whatever song was played, was it like yeah, a cover? When, when they um, go into the castle and start fighting all those vampires, and it's awesome. I wish the music was louder because it was like this orchestral version of just like the Castlevania two menu music. Oh, and it was awesome. Like, okay. but I could still barely hear it. I'm like, I wish this were louder. <laughs> this is such a great scene. And the music be, is awesome. It might be Netflix's whatever mix. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you need like to watch it on Blu-ray or something. Yeah, yeah. if it'll ever happen. But anyway. Ugh. I don't know. And I guess final verdict, ended up liking the show way oh, more man. than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I guess it's better than it has any right to be. Yeah, it gets so, a little totally slow in the middle. It Stick gets, with it. It gets a little slow. I, having just watched Attack on Titan, it was very, very similar where you, there's like seven episodes of nothing. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. But, but, <laughs> but Attack on Titan, I thought, did the political intrigue way better. Oh. Um, and that's maybe because it's in its third season, whereas Castlevania is only in its second yeah. uh, after a few episodes. Um but still, still totally worth your time. They're 22 minutes. You get through them so fast. I was going to say, Tekken Titan's on, also on, like, what, episode 52? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're so far ahead. Yeah. So the political intrigue I, I care about more. Um, so I, I, I still think it's totally worth your time. Yeah. I, I guess that was the weak part, was essentially maybe what they're using to set up future seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's essentially Carmilla. Like, her yeah. character is interesting, but everything she was doing just Has slowed no, the whole yeah. show down to... It doesn't have any immediate consequences in yeah. this season. She's just, like, well, does. making her plans. It does when, when they, uh, they betray the, the vampire army. Oh, that's and true. They, they, yeah. they no, drag no, them all into the water. They got, uh, Holy water. They got someone who, I guess, the, the less... Uh, what is it? Fucking loyal human. Was it? Was his Hector? Name? Hector? Was it Hector? Yeah. yeah. She basically got him to look bad. I just that was sort of a weird sort of moment where she's like tricked ya, and he was oh, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. didn't see that one yeah. coming. Because <laughs> even I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did she fuck him? I mean, I knew she was going to betray him. She said so in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, real quick, the 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 writer of the show, Warren Ellis, is an amazing writer. Um, I think that's maybe why the show is fun where it is. Hmm. Um, check out some of his work because uh, I do love him. Uh, comic book planetary authority, both really wonderful things. Check them out. Mm. Do some reading. I've heard the name. I just don't. I'm not familiar with his works. Yeah, yeah. A- authority so. kind of uh, redefined the superhero comic genre a little bit. It made everything what they call widescreen. They called it or dubbed it widescreen comics. Hmm. Essentially, uh, maybe what the Avengers the movie is really based on. Oh, it's oh, kind of that that time period. Um, I'll check it out, yeah. Dan. I like Warren. Uh, the the Adi Shinkar guy, I I get weird vibes from him <laughs> just because of the crow makeup. Yeah, <laughs> there is a lot of crow I don't know. I, mean, I, it's I don't know. I've met him. Yeah, it's we met Whoa. him in crow makeup. Yeah, we did. He, think, he wears that out everywhere? No, nah, I think he does. So <laughs> I would like to, I, I'm sure he's addressed it somewhere. It's kind of smart because he, he sort of created like a brand for himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's always wearing that jacket and he wears makeup and it, it, it makes people stop and go, who's that? Yeah. Uh, also, the dude is 33 years old oh, wow. and is producing pretty cool content. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, he worked on the Dread remake, yeah, uh, right. which is an amazing movie. And he, uh, I guess he got Power Rangers going. Which people seem to like. Well, that's part of his bootleg universe where he makes movie <laughs> short films on things he doesn't own. Yeah, and then got Castlevania off the ground and is apparently a huge fan of it. Uh, that's that sort of thing, that I guess, which is important. He's our age. It, um, it seems he was a big fan of it in that article. Yeah, so. it, it's it's really cool. This is, I guess, this is the sort of thing I was hoping for when uh, people started adapting stuff from video games, that the people at the head of it would be the biggest nerd mm-hmm. of that thing. So if and when they were going to adapt a Halo novel or, a, you know, a Halo thing into a movie, um, the people making it 
new things about Halo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As opposed to being like, I don't know, he's in a green suit or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it seems like uh, Addy actually... He does, he cares. He actually understands why Castlevania is important and how it should be adapted into a series and it shouldn't just be one for one. So I think he did... A, yeah. I, I don't know how much of a hand he has as, a, as an executive producer, but he seems to guided he, the ship pretty well. Yeah, he put yep. the pieces together. Yeah, it seems really evident just watching it that whatever hands were crafting this really like cared about Castlevania and wanted it to be portrayed in a really cool way. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think he did a great job. So I, I think he's he's spun the success of this show um, further. I think he's at least trying to get a Legend of Zelda show going. Really? Oh, that's um, right. And has most likely got an Assassin's Creed show going. Huh. Um, probably all anime, I think. Other other tough nuts to crack there. Really yeah. hard. I don't know. <laughs> I, and once again, it's the uh, it's it's that Pandora's box everyone keeps trying to open. The video games. Yeah. Of, yeah, they're like, how do we make video games into good movies? And I've been saying for years, you don't. <laughs> uh, video games are a very personal experience. But if you read that article from Kotaku, uh, he actually hits on that point where he said it's it's about the personal experience that you have with a video game. That makes it important, not the graphics, not this, yeah. not that. But yeah. so it's like if you can hit on those touchstones that people resonate with, you can get a good adaptation. So uh, who knows? He's got a, he's got a really good read on it from from watching Castlevania. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you know, I'll definitely give him another shot if he's doing a Zelda thing or mm-hmm. whatever. So is Castlevania the best video game adaptation that we have so far? Oh man. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. There's Tomb yeah, Raiders, sure. Resident Evil. What else is there? Warcraft like, was all right. No, it wasn't. No, I, I <laughs> half liked of, it. Half I mean, Warcraft was okay. Yeah. That's what, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is probably, I mean, like, having never very rarely played Castlevania, yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Silent Hill, not that great. Uh, story makes no fucking sense. It had a pyramid head in it. That's the nicest thing I can say about it. Um, Man, I think I've seen every video game adaptation of a. I've been trying to Max Payne. I've never seen Max Payne. I forgot about Max Payne. It's terrible. If you want to see a good Max Payne movie, watch John Wick. There you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're making movies kind of with the ideas that video games have and like Mm. the soul that they have, but they're not based on games. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, my my favorite video game movie is probably Scott Pilgrim Saves the World, which is a comic book adaptation. (laughs) But But it it has video games in its soul. It has a lot of illusions and. References to video games that it shows that the people making it actually get what video games are. Well, it was, a, some gr- it was a comic book trying to be a video game. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, I loved it. Check it out. Uh, I think you all agree too. Even though it's got some oh, issues, worth a watch. It's yeah, not, not perfect. perfect. It's definitely, definitely worth, a worth a watch. Especially if you already pay for Netflix. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, most people go go ahead and say, like, yeah, it's free. It's on Netflix. Yeah, you'll get through, you'll get, how it works, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's one of those ones you get through pretty fast, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got through most of it in a night. Yeah. A symphony of the night. Nice. Uh, oh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, see you next week. All right, Bye. Bye-bye.